thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 301 for Wow Pets 6.2. The fun, the poke, the strain, and the flavor of Blizzard Entertainment. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. And this is Root. We are a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. Coming up here in episode number 301 of HearthCast, flavor NPCs you can get for your garrison regardless of your faction. Poke a hero. Blizzard pokes fun at themselves. We're going to show you how you can reduce screen-induced eye strain. And then we have an unhelpful suggestion about Dungeon Finder kicking. We're going to reduce and induce freck. <laughs> How has your week been in the Blizzard universe? Uh, pretty good week. Uh, in Hearthstone, I had kind of a breakthrough moment. Oh, yeah? I had been trying to make uh, a hunter deck work. and just wasn't working. I finally tweaked it enough so that uh, it just shifted and just started working. Oh. It's amazing. I love that feeling. hate it leading up to it. You hate the feeling leading up to that moment? Yeah, yeah. So you have I the, hate I hate like losing sometimes in a row. And then you have the aha breakthrough. Right, right. And it's all like, worth oh, it. Oh, now it's balanced. Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah you. it's pretty good. Um, and then in Heroes of Storm, I've been playing a lot, trying to use up my stem pack that I got for Christmas. Oh, fun. Or I should say the Winter's Veil. Yeah. That event gave me a stem pack. Um, a few more days left on that. So that's pretty cool. Now, and wow, I decided to just re-roll a character. Oh, okay. Yeah. It made a Torrent Shaman. And I am doing it what I call Iron Man style. Iron Man style. Define, please. Well, it's it's not the official Iron Man challenge, as in not uh, putting on green gear or anything like that. You're not registering on their website? Nothing no. like that. Okay. But here's the thing. I do kind of feel like... Leveling up a character from level one is doing an Iron Man. Instead of using a boost, you mean? Instead of using a boost. Okay. No, but um, I'm only halfway kidding. What I actually am doing is I'm not using heirloom gear. I am using my chauffeured mount, my uh, orc driving me around on a bike. All right. Which is very odd in the Tauren starting area. It feels very out of place. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, yeah. They're complaining about the earth spirits being disrupted and you're you driving have to around go on sue a... the rock spirits yeah. them. <laughs> you're in a motorcycle yeah. flying around town. Yeah. Alright, so you're basically you don't have anything that's enhancing your your experience as an right. XP that you right. get. No guilds, uh no potions, no heirloom gear, um, nothing that's going to boost experience gained other than getting rested experience. Now, like I've said a few times before, I think that the leveling process has been um, messed up by all the different things that have been added to it. I think when you level from one and you, you throw in gills and you throw in dungeons and you throw in heirloom gear, it makes it faster. And if all you care about is going from one to a hundred as fast as possible, that's fine. But if you want to make a new tune just to make a new tune, just to enjoy the experience, I think this is the best way to go because it's set up so that when you are 
done with his own, by the time you finish all the quests, that's when the things start to be too low for you. All right, so you're just looking at the amount of experience you're getting. Are you waiting to like quests absolutely gray out, or are you just... No, it's not needed. It's it's just set up in the way that, um, like, the starting zone, um, right outside Thunder Bluff, it's from 1 to 10. Oh, so you're saying it's more of a natural progression. Yeah, right. Oh, There's none okay. of this getting halfway through or third of the way through and going, I, I, could, I could get more experience by jumping over to the next zone. Yeah, no, I get you. That That is a very fun way because you get the whole story. Right. And you learn more about it. You get to experience the lore and yeah. the interaction. You feel more part of the world. Yeah, and forget doing gathering professions if you have any sort of boost experience because you out-level your uh, skill. Right, which is why they had to make the catch-up mechanisms. Right, but then you can't use the catch-up mechanisms until you're at the end game. Right. See what I mean? Yep, it's a, yeah, it's a double-edged sword that they've yeah. created themselves yeah. there. Unintended consequences. This is true. So that's the kick that I'm on. I'm just working on this Torrin Shaman. Her name is Mooka. Mooka? Yeah. Is that like Mocha? No, it's Italian for cow. Oh. oh that's cool. Well, I didn't want to do Spanish because that's too obvious. Vaca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, I don't know. Get down, Baja. No. 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 Well, how about you? How's your week been? It's been great. You may now refer to me as a Captain Root. I'm not going to. Okay, but... then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's an option. <laughs> I did say May, didn't I? Oh, I messed it up. So, yeah, I got my captain's title from the uh, shipyards. Well, great. Yeah. So you been working on that for a while. I was, yeah. And I kind of, I missed the whole achievement popping up. I was cycling through because we use master plan. And so I was just hitting like space, next, space, next, space, next. And somewhere in between all of those, because I just want to get through that sure. that window. Yeah. Somewhere in there, I got the achievement. I actually had to go look at my logs. And go, oh, yeah, okay, I got it. And uh, now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm rocking the title now. So that's, uh, now I haven't created my, my new character yet, though. So I got my new character oh, I want to create. something to yeah, match it. Yeah. Well, that means you have to create it and then level it all the way up, right? Or, or you know, get a level 100 boost with uh, Draenor you boost or, or, uh, just Legion. For the name? Well, why not? I don't know. I don't I, I hate leveling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want my boost? I really no. don't want mine. You can't give a boost away. I, I, want, I want you to be able to. I want it to be a code <laughs> that came with the game. Instead of just being applied to your account. I really do, because I wouldn't use mine. Uh, it's an interesting concept that Blizzard should look into. They should. It's a bonus. Hey, Blizz, let me I'll gift. Give mine away. Gift it away. Yeah. yeah it's not a not a bad bad thing to do. I like that. I only had a 63% chance of finishing that last mission, too. Ooh, that's a nail biter. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? Just go for it. Because you don't see, because what I had to do to get that last part of it done, of, of what I needed for the captain's uh, title, was if you look on the, on the shipyard map, you've got the treasure missions, you have the combat missions, you've got the oil missions, and then you have one that kind of looks like a compass every so often that pops up. Those were the ones I needed, and those were like special missions that didn't come up all the time. You didn't see them every day. So when they did come up, you might just get one. In fact, I, only, I never, don't recall seeing more than one per map when they, whenever they would show up. And I don't really bother doing the meta of the shipyard. I don't go back and go, okay, what do I need to go outfit my ships with to counter this? I just, it's, I do the shotgun approach. I just whatever I throw it at it, wet spaghetti. And if it sticks, great. 
because I have so much resources, so much oil. I don't yeah. care about rebuilding a ship. I can see that. So I'm like 63%. Eh, yeah. Go, let's try it. And the dies fell in my favor. RNG was good to me, as all the flyboys say. <laughs> well, here is the <laughs> what are flyboys? Okay. <laughs> Uh, last week, we kind of talked about how uh, Fruit was doing his uh, T-Mog. In the set he was working on, I forgot the name of it last week, but it is the Imperial Fire set. Okay. And part so, of it's from Serpent Shine Cavern? Yeah, the the hood, the helm. The hood, yeah. Which, it's it's a very cool looking set. I think there's some other pieces that come out of there. But every time, I've, I've gone down a couple more times, and every time I go down there, I can almost run all the way back and and just just gather everybody up and and you know kill them down real quick with uh, an arcane AOE blast whatever the one he does yeah. is and then get to Lady Vashir and she is just she's a she's still being annoying yeah it's just annoying elemental yeah, thing. yeah just like, it's just annoying going there's no fast way to get her no, done that I'm aware there's of there's not no. I need to find somebody who needs serpent sign. Like if someone was leveling like you and they're at that portion of their leveling, I'd be like, hey, let me take you down in there. Well, you wouldn't go, would you? No, I wouldn't go. See? Well, see, I don't know. I might drop some of my rules once I get to 60. Right, because that is an area you don't want to be in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm still doing that. I'm still working up. I get helm tokens all the time, just the wrong ones. So I'm not even making good gold in there right now. Sorry. No. Speaking of gold, I actually won something on the black market auction house. And then I promptly gave it away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a captured firefly. And you probably don't even know this, but since we have known each other, I have been going back to where that captured firefly spawns. And it's in it's in um, Sangamarsh. Sangamarsh. Thank you. I've been going back there. Okay. For years. Really? When I've got like, if I just got like some time to kill, I'm like, all right, let me go back over here and farming and farming for years. And nothing. And nothing. So I saw it pop. First, I saw a a post of it uh, like a week ago on Reddit and someone said, you know, let the wild bidding begin. And then it was up on ours. And I was like, well, did my research, saw what it sold for on our auction house, bid much less than that, thinking no way. Yes way. I won it. Capture Firefly. Sent it to you. Which I appreciate. Good. Yeah. Because it was, it. there was a moment. I'll be honest with you, Freck. <laughs> there was a moment. I couldn't have doubled my money, but I would have made a nice chunk of change putting it up on the auction house for what it normally sells for on our server. But I didn't. Send it to you. I've been going ham on flipping stuff though since I did that because it was a dent. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah. oh, so I'm going that number back up. Well, I've made over thirty six thousand gold since I gave you. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm just like, this is crazy. It's insane. Yeah, it's yeah. been a great week or however long it's been since I did it. It'd been, I've been taking much more risks. I've been flipping a lot of these higher gold items, which I don't recommend anybody do because it is a huge risk. There was some stuff I sat on. Uh, for like days, it did, like I'll put it up there for 48 hours, it would expire. Put up there for another 48 hours, it expires. Put up there for another 40, finally sells. So just getting to learn when the right time frame was for these high 
uh, high gold items. That's all. And that has pretty much been my week in the world of Warcraft. Flavor NPCs for your garrison, freckle face. I don't know about you, but my garrison can get lonely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you go back to what Blizzard first wanted to do with the garrisons, they wanted your friends to be there, and it's going to be this big hub of a place... And everybody yeah. got excited for that. Yeah. And then they started changing their minds, and it didn't happen. Mine's full of all my followers that aren't in missions. They just stand around. And- <laughs> hey, we, you know, man, we really like you. Um, we want to we want to do stuff for you. Yeah, anything for us to do? Yep, pretty much what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to leave. No, they're not going to leave. Which is kind of weird. I think they should. Like, if you don't give them stuff to do, they should leave. And then what? Then you go get more followers if you need them. Hmm. But they've taken like this life oath to you. <laughs> so anyhow, I like my followers. I send them on their missions on a daily basis. But then I want I want my my garrison to feel alive. I spend a lot of time in there on my you know my three tunes. I've only done this on one tune. I should I should preface that. Done it on route. I went out and I said, you know what? I'm going to get all the flavor NPCs I can get from my garrison. By a flavor NPC, we just mean this is an NPC that can show up or stay in your garrison. But you got to go do something to get that NPC, at least interact with them. The ones we're going to cover today are ones that you can get on Horde or Alliance. So it doesn't matter what faction you are. And there's a lot of these going to be in the Gorgrind area. But before we head over to Gorgon, we're going to take a little turn and we're going to go to Nagrand. And we're going to visit our old buddy, Hemet Nessingwary. I remember that guy. Gives you a lot of quests, a lot of go kill this many birds and goats. Always like these farm, not goats, but like <laughs> antelopes. They're always the Raptors wild and plains. and yeah. yeah. You had him in, well, every, every expansion he's been there, he's telling you to do something. He was in uh, Stranglethorn Vale. He was in... Uh, Oh, the the big pit up there in Northrend. Solazar Basin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Was that him or was that his son? Uh, I thought it was him. I think at some point in Cataclysm, he, his son was taking over for him. Uh, maybe it was, but it's one of them. Junior, yeah. So you see him around. All just, it's a plane wreck time when he's on there. You get him in the parachute. He's everywhere. He is in the Grand here in Dalaran, except... He's not giving you any quests this time. You don't have to go kill a bunch of stuff for him. You're already on a quest to kill a bunch of stuff in the area. It's one of the bonus objectives. Instead, you can see him camping out by a river underneath a big tent, or umbrella, I should say, by a big keg of beer, and he is complaining, freckle face. He's complaining that he got lied to. He got duped, swindled into coming into Dalaran and going through the portal. He was promised big game, challenges, and found none. He's just too good for it all. He's too good. So instead, uh-huh. he's sitting there drinking beer, getting sloshed, and complaining about stuff. But here's the thing. If you go down there and you just chat with him and listen to him complain, he'll come hang out in your garrison. Does he complain there too? Yes, he does. <laughs> so just listen to him rant a little bit. Have a beer with him. You can click on that keg. Little gear turns on it, and you click on that thing and have a beer with your buddy there. Listen to him rant. He'll show up. 
right there in your garrison. Now, before again, take a little bit of a sidestep. We're not going to get over to Gorgon yet. We're going to take a little uh, trip to the Spires of Iraq. When you're questing through the Spires of Iraq, Frack, do you remember Rashad and Percy? Yeah, it was the big bird and the little bird. Big bird and the little bird. Little bird got in trouble a lot. A lot of comedic relief with these two. Yeah. It was the whole Fifty Shades of Grey thing and things you shouldn't have been doing. If, Freck, you complete every single available quest in the Spires of Iraq, and there's a uh, there's a uh, achievement for doing that as well, but you, have to, you complete them all? These guys just show up in your garrison from time to time. And Percy, the little guy, little bird, he actually has inscription supplies that he'll sell you. Some of them are limited quantity items, and if you take those limited quantity items, those do resell for a profit on the auction house. Not being an inscriptionist on any of my characters, I don't know if this is normal stuff or not. I just know that I get it and I double or triple the price and it sells and people buy it, so there you go. Freckle face, do you like dogs? Kind of. Kind of? Well, not as much as cats. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah. I like dogs. I like my dog. Your dog's crazy. He is. Hyper. Uh, he jumps. He does. I, I don't know how to break him of that yet. Yeah. Do you remember in the mist of Pandaria, you had a farm. Tillers. Remember your tillers? I do. You got the farm. Yep. You got a dog. Remember the dog? Yeah, I remember the dog. He, uh, he was off to uh, the west some. Hanging out by himself, he had a quest called Lost and Lonely. Uh, apparently, he was hungry. Mm. So, you had to kill, I don't remember what animal it was, it was the big ones. You had to kill those around there and bring them 20 steaks. 20 steaks. Yeah. It's a lot of steaks. That's a lot of steaks for one dog. And then he would show up in your uh, farm as like a flavor NPC for your farm. Right. That dog is loyal because he has followed you all the way to Draenor. You've probably missed him, but he's hanging out over there in your garrison already by your herb garden. He's got his dog house. He's got his toys. He's there. He's hanging out, and he'll help you kill those little podlings when they spawn. You probably missed him. You haven't done your garrisons in a while. Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. Go over there. Check out your herb garden, your dog. If you got him back in Mr. Bandaria, he's there hanging out. If you didn't get him, go get him. Run back to Mr. Pandaria. Do the quest Freck talked about. This shouldn't take you too long. And then uh, you'll have another little flavor NPC little dog that helps you kill stuff in your herb garden. Speaking of your herb garden and Gorgrond, there is a dude called Ruder. It's a pig, right? Yeah, he's like a little pig thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's a yeah pig, root, root pig. Hey, I don't like that. (laughs) This was with O's. It's okay. Okay. Finally got myself in the game. <laughs> oh, I'm a pig. Um, he can be found on the west coast of Gorgrand over by the Grand Canyon. He's pretty cool. All you have to do is uh, feed him. And you feed him his little things called these prickly no-pals. Or, they're like little prickly pears. The problem is a lot of people skipped him because it's level 100 all the areas. They got all these level 100 mobs. Oh, yeah. You got some That's elites that roam the area. So he can be a little tricky to get what he wants. But once you've fed him, he runs off. Doesn't say thank you, by the way. He just runs off huh? as if he was deserving of that, that food. 
But he will show up back in your garrison again in your herb garden, and he will again help you fight off podlings because you need all the help you can get fighting off podlings. One of my favorites is Peckers the Majestic. You can find him in a cage in a cave in the Stone Mall Arena. He is the only cage that is interactive. You click on the cage, he gets out, he looks at you, and he runs away. And you're just like, what? And he might thank you, but I don't think so. When you get back to your garrison, he eventually shows up, hangs out there by your your pets, your pet trainer. I think he's eyeballing them. He might be, because it's like skin morsels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pet him, go ahead. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got a little bit of a kick there if you do pet yeah, him. and kick uh, stun. Kick stuns, yeah. And then he runs off. Uh, but he shows back up. It so. climbs the wall or something unnatural and for the horde side. They doesn't do in the alliance. I've noticed. <laughs> wall hacks. Yeah. Staying there and over there in uh, Gorgrin is also Birchus. He's a big, uh, big tree, big elemental dude. He's got an entire quest line to get him. It's a little, a little lengthy. But once you do finally finish that quest line, you go back and talk to him, and then he shows up in your garrison. Makes it your his home. Walks around. Purchase walking around your garrison. Now, Sappy is a little tree, little elemental tree there, sitting in Gorgrin. Uh, he's in the Tangleheart area, by the way. All you have to do in this guy is right-click on him, and you say you're going to, quote-unquote, feed him. After he gets fed, he runs away. But it's not going to be the last time you see him. He does eventually show up in your garrison. Want to guess where? Herb Garden. Herb Garden. To do what? Help you fight the bottlings. Because <laughs> you need all the help you can get. Oh, of course. <laughs> Live plant things. They're deadly. They are. They're a little creepy. Yeah. Although, I have the, the team, not the team, the toy that turns you into one of those dudes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Now, one that's been in since Alpha, which was, was the first uh, flavor NPC I got in Alpha, was Guh, which is hug backwards, by the way. Really? Uh, G-U-H-H-U-G. Yes. Wait, so do you think that's intentional? Yes. You don't think it's just like, guh, because he's an ogre, and they just speak in monosyllables? No. No? No. You just think it's hug No, because you need to hug this guy. Well, you don't need to hug him, but here's the thing. When you meet him, he is over in Frostfire Ridge, but he is uh, he's neutral, so anybody can go talk to him, Alliance or Horde. I don't like that height difference for a hug. And <laughs> thought about that. Thank you. I bleach, please. Here's the thing. You have slaughtered his entire family by the time you get to interact with uh, that's him. That's true. You've been in there on quests and on missions or whatever. You're just killing everybody. Yeah. And you're like, oh, hey, dude. At first, he doesn't even talk to you. He's like, you don't want to talk. Then you kind of loosen up a little bit. He will eventually talk with you. And then you bribe him to come to your It's like 40 silver. And every so often, he shows up. And he's a vendor. But he has a... Uh, He's got a health potion. He's got a mana potion. But they're both from mops. So they're not. What? Yeah, they're not really good. That's not helpful. How he's got those, I don't mm. really know. He's a traveler. And he's also got, uh, it's like a, like a weapon or something. It's something, a little gray item. Now, back in the day in the Alpha, he actually had a really cool toy, but they, they since removed that. Oh, that's too bad. Put this junk thing in there. Hmm. There are a lot of other flavor NPCs. You get a lot of them are faction specific, but I didn't want to cover those. Here and now. I just wanted to cover the ones that you can get for both factions. 
I like it. I like having that extra life in my garrison because I do hang out a lot in my garrison. I'm out there every morning. I have a a uh, I use Google Task or G Task, I guess it is with an with a an app on my phone, and it's got it's gears and chores are on there every morning. And I gotta click that, you know, ooh, gears and chores. But I go do. I can snooze it. I can dismiss it. Or I can mark it done. I like marking it done. It's a lot. I'm down doing three. Garrison's. Yeah. Which for me is a lot. I know for other people, they're like, yeah, that's only three. Nah, it's a lot. For me, it's a lot. And there are only, here's the thing. There are two on one server and then a third on another server. And Fruit and Root are the same faction. So you got to switch realms and everything. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, shift realms and and factions. I go over to do my Alliance guy. Now, on the Alliance server, man, it's the economy over there. So it's a much uh, busier server, much higher higher populated server. So the economy there is is not as thriving as it is for ours. I can't really sell stuff on the auction house as far as materials because so much of them it's supply and demand. The, the 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 cost is very low. And now with fruit and root getting stuff out of the garrisons, I'm just kind of like fruit supplies root because you know I do a lot of my trading of the gar- of the garrison resources on fruit. And I've mentioned this before. I kind of regret having those names so close to one another. Because on the auction house, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. And I really can't, if I was trying to do something finagling and competing with myself or make it appear that I was going to undercut or whatever. Yeah, make it look there's more supply than there is. Yeah, it, yeah. it just, it doesn't work. So no. one just supplies the other. I just, I get, when I when I harvest stuff from fruit, I send it to root. And every so often, if fruit needs gold, which he hasn't lately, but if he does, I send him stuff. But, yeah, it is what it is. So there you go. There's a list of, of flavor NPCs that you can get today and spice up your garrison. When you poke your hero, Blizzard pokes at themselves. Really? Yeah. So when you're playing Heroes of the Storm, um, the different heroes say things when they're being clicked a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did not know this. Well... Apparently, it's, yeah, when you click them, I thought it was just randomly going off. And I was wondering why it always went off in the middle of combat. That means you're clicking like crazy. I click like crazy, <laughs> which I realize is a problem, but I don't know how to stop it. I think you just told yourself there. <laughs> just a little just bit. Just a little bit. No, I'm I've still heard learning. You. I've heard you over Skype. You don't know what's going on when you I, get close. No. I think you just, you, you're like, I'm hitting every key I have. and I. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. But you're doing well, so it's okay. Well, that's subjective. And they're all talking. Do they talk over themselves? No. That's good. Because you only hear yours. Uh, You hear everybody else's. Yeah. I shut mine up. You turn the voices off? Yes. Oh. Found them annoying. We talked about this before. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, so there's a bunch of things that they say that you can tell like Blizzard is kind of turning the joke around on themselves. They are definitely not taking themselves too seriously. Okay. For example, Abathur says, hmm, abilities of organism Abathur well designed. Uncertain will not change. Entity Blizzard notorious for iteration. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, though. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of breaks through the fourth wall a little there. there Well, yeah, there's a lot of that here. Okay. Yeah. Artanis said, by the way, I said StarCraft wasn't just Warcraft in space. Whatever this Heroes of the Storm thing is doesn't count. (laughs) 
Gray Mane says, Did you know that the Gray Mane Wall is one of the few objects that can be seen from the Twisting Nether? <laughs> That's in reference to the uh, uh, incorrect assumption that the Great Wall of China is one of the few things that can be seen from outer space. Right. Or the one thing that can be seen. It's untrue. Right. right. Yeah. So. Now, Arthas, he says, No man can defeat me. Although, 10 to 25 might do the trick. I don't, I don't get it. No man can defeat me, but 10 to 25 men oh, can defeat me. Oh, I, I thought it was about levels or something. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about raids. Rainer says, so, you ever hear what happens when you play StarCraft backwards? I get my vulture back, I get my girl back, my planet isn't gassed by the Protoss, and things are just peachy cane. <laughs> that, Freck, is in reference to a nice joke. Do you know what you get when you play a country song backwards? You get your dog back, get your truck back, get your girlfriend back. <laughs> yeah, that's a Toby Keith song, too. Oh, he got it from the joke. The joke's well, been around forever. <laughs> but I am surprised and, and actually kind of happy that you knew who Toby Keith was and that he had a song like that. Toby Keith's mainstream. Is he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? What? My dad listens to Toby Keith. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. <laughs> My dad's like 78, 9, 79? Uh. Yeah. Ilden says a couple things. He says, remember when wings, hooves, and horns were strange for Warcraft? Ah, the good old days. <laughs> and he also says, what do you mean Blizzard added monks before demon hunters? Monks aren't even a real hero class. Oh. That's some burn. I can just imagine these guys saying that on the, the voice panel. Yeah. That would be funny. Oh, I know. Johanna, who is from Diablo, says, Why are you clicking on me and not our enemies or loot? What kind of game is this? <laughs> That's great. The Lost Vikings go 17 years of nothing, and they bring us back for a MOBA? Ha, ah, figures. See, what's funny about that in a, in a whole different light is Blizzard has come out and said that it is not a MOBA. It's like a champion battle arena. They they try to make a whole new niche genre for it. Mm, uh, okay. They tend to contradict themselves a lot. It's it's one of those things on in this that that statement. But then they like if you sat on any of the Heroes of the Storm panels, they're all talking about breaking the niche and breaking the 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 pattern in the genre and breaking out and doing things different. Well, if you're trying to do things different, then you are a MOBA. But then they say they're not a MOBA. But anyhow. That's one for the forums. Now, I heard this a lot. I was playing Meridian a lot this weekend. Uh, but he goes, oh, no. Blizzard killed your favorite character? Oh, don't fret. Odds are they'll be returning an expansion or two. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so they tend to do that. Nothing stays dead nope. forever in Nothing World of Warcraft. Dead. Or in Blizzard in general. Nova, she was supposed to have her own game. It's supposed to be called StarCraft Ghost. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It uh got postponed indefinitely in 2006, and apparently in 2014 they said it was canceled. So it took them eight years to admit that it was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not doing anything with that. Yeah. Uh, so at some point she says, no, I'm not Kerrigan. If I had my own game, you'd know that. Oh. Uh, a different time, she says, you ever hear the one about... That joke has been indefinitely postponed. Yeah, different voice interrupts <laughs> her. <laughs> wow. Uh, Thrall's got some things to say. 
He says, after a couple of years of storm expansions, Blizzard replaces me with Garage. <laughs> just like they did in WoW. Huh? Yep. He's going to be, <laughs> I don't know, he yielded his seed. But anyhow. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yep. And he also complains, wait, what? What do you mean there's lore in this game? You guys actually paid someone to write a story about Raynor meaning Diablo? Isn't this precisely what fan fiction is for? And then he growls. I didn't approve of any of this. Yeah, I think Blizzard listened to our uh, Top X list intro (laughs) (laughs) and blatantly ripped us off on that one. (laughs) You paid someone to write this? (laughs) And Uther is the epitome of the nostalgic gamer who says, Back in my day, there was only one type of paladin and we were glad to have him. (laughs) And we could only level to 10. What are you now, level 100? More? You know kids these days. It's like, get, a, yeah. Get off my lawn. <laughs> so I like how they make it open-ended to not uh, cap themselves a hundred when that's yeah, obsolete. more? hundred? More? <laughs> so it's cool to these that, you know, just add some fun to the game. Uh, Here's a Storm is definitely something that doesn't take itself too seriously. It's just entertaining. It provides a little bit of a comic relief from the more darker themes of the other games. And Here's a Storm can't, just like we've talked about before, because of the eclectic mix of heroes that are in there from all the different titles interacting where they shouldn't be interacting. So they can't take themselves seriously. No, they can't. So I'm glad that that's in there. I, you know what? That might be worth me turning those sounds back on for. Uh, once I it, it, I turned them off so I could learn the character without an interruption. Yeah, that makes sense. It's probably smarter. Because I would listen to it and go, what What did he say? And then, Yeah, you know, oh, I now, definitely get distracted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, cool. Those are funny. I like those. Yeah. Frank, we're going to talk about reducing eye strain while you're playing computer games or just, you know, in front of the computer or your screen in general. Now, this all started because, you know, getting real here, my daughter uh, suffers from migraines. Oh, that's rough. And yeah, I get them too, but not as bad as she does. Uh. And we've been through neurologists and different doctors and, and just a bunch of stuff with her. And in high schools today, at least the high school that my kids go to, Everything's on a computer. The kids are issued a laptop, a nice laptop. I think pad yoga. Everything's on a computer. The tests, their homework, their assignments, everything. A lot of these migraines can be brought on or, or just triggered or made worse by the amount of screen time that she has, both at home and at school. Well, we've tried to reduce what she has at home, but that, she still needs to go to the computer to do her homework. So we've tried some other things. Now, I will say that she's got a... Almost like a doctor's note. Well, it is a doctor's note. And the school is now providing her with a lot of the things that are available in printed form in printed form. So that's kind of cool. But that doesn't do a whole lot for us as players of the World of Warcraft who may suffer from eye strain and eye fatigue, which can lead to headaches and just general not good feelings. So I'm going to cover some ways that we can, as players or as just people, combat Eye fatigue and eye strain. Number one, see a professional. Go to your optometrist. Don't take my word for anything. I have no idea what I'm talking about here. So this is not doctor's orders. I'm not Dr. Root. Go see an optometrist if you have issues. No internet cure is going to cure you. Go see an optometrist. When I hit 
<laughs> literally, it was crazy. When I hit 40, remember we talked about me retiring when I hit 40, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was like right at 40, I started noticing I had some some eye stuff going on. At 42, it was like somebody flipped a switch, and I had to go get glasses. It was crazy. So you can go see an optometrist. That's rule number one. If you are having eye strain issues, you're having a hard time focusing, you need more light, you need to increase the font size, go see an optometrist. One of the things that we got from my daughter, and now I wear them because she doesn't like them because they're just not fashionable. They are strain-reducing eyeglasses by a company called Gunnars. If you go to Gunnars.com, G-U-N-N-A-R-S.com, you can purchase these uh, eye strain-reducing glasses, and they're kind of yellow-tinted, and they're you know quote-unquote computer glasses. And I now have them after Christmas. And I've told my wife that I would be doing a test to see if they actually work. You know, my daughter says they, they pinch her head. And my, I don't know. Maybe I'm stressing them out for her. I don't know. I'm wearing them. I'm testing them. They seem to work for me. Tip number two is you are what you eat, Freck. Eat healthy. Drink tons of water. More water than you think, but not so much that you actually, you know, injure yourself. Because you can drink too much water. It's yeah, possible. but that's kind of an extreme situation. Drink water. Replace something with water. If if you like have a Coke at lunch or a soft drink at lunch, replace it with water. On your way home, drink a water. When you're playing your computer games, drink water. That's just get more water into your system. It's healthy. Eat healthy. Get rid of the snacks that we talked about last week. Don't sit down and eat a big bag of what was it? You had your sweet potato potato chips? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Re- yeah, replace those with carrots. Ew. <laughs> I wanted to say, uh, no, who, who no. eat carrot? <laughs> it's not going to happen again. It came out involuntarily. <laughs> who eat carrot? <laughs> Replace with, we've talked about healthy snacks before. Give yourself some healthy snacks. And take breaks from what you're doing. Get up, walk around, get moving. I take frequent breaks at the office, but I disguise my breaks. Because I take my camera and I go into the bay and I take pictures of stuff in the bay Ooh. that I can use for social media. So if there's a you know an engine repair or a truck or a telematics going in or something high tech or something cool, I missed one the other day and I was so mad and I told the tech that I was mad at him and I'm still mad at him. It was a unit. Now this is uh, a, a refrigeration unit on a trailer. Just. Keep that in mind. Truck trailer. Big truck trailer. You know, the big ones behind the semis. The refrigeration units to go on the front of them to keep everything cold in the inside. All right. One came in because it wasn't working. He didn't call and let me know. And I'm so mad at him. There was a dead raccoon in it. Ew. And they had to extract the raccoon. (laughs) They had to take pieces and parts of this big unit apart to get to the raccoon. Uh. That would have gone viral. It would have been awesome. Mm, <laughs> I, like, I, oh, I missed out on this. So anyhow, anyhow, take breaks, do something. There are physical changes that you can make. First one's pretty easy. Remember to blink. How do you remember to blink? You just have to tell yourself. You have to train yourself. There's so many times that, okay, here's the thing. I'll be programming or I'll be playing a game. And if the lights are off in the room, which is also a no-no, but if the lights are off in the room and I'm playing this game, my eyes will start to get really, really, really wide because I'm staring. And I will actually suffer from vertigo while I'm sitting there. 
Oh, that's not good. No, because I'm not blinking. You just blink. You force yourself to blink. You get up, take a break, like I said before. Helps out tons. Don't just look at your screen. Have something else you can look at. A window, out the window. Have a dog or a cat. A picture. Another monitor. (laughs) Something else you can focus on for a little bit of time to give yourself a focal break. So you can look at something else. There's what they call the 20-20-20 rule. Every 20 minutes, look at something over 20 feet away for about 20 seconds. All you're doing is resetting the focal points of your eyes. You're giving your eyes a little bit of exercise. There was, and I don't know if this is still around or not, but there was this eye chart that used to be out that people swore by, and they said that they could get rid of their glasses. And all you were doing was focusing on different things on this eye chart. So you're exercising your eyes. You're exercising your eyes. That's all yeah. that you were doing in this thing. And people swore by I, I don't Like I said, I don't know if it's still around or even on the market anymore. Probably not. But just focus on something different. And that's what I do when I get up and I take my break. I'm looking at different things. I'm walking around. You know, I get to go outside. I get to look at the hill. Well, not really a hill, a tree line across the distance. What's cool is we have a field by the office and there's an eagle in that field. Not a bald eagle, a brown eagle. But when that eagle is out, he's either he or she, it, is either hunting or has hunted and has something in its talons. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to watch that. And that's something yeah. you really have to look at. So it's a nice little focal point. Stretching, freckle face. Stretching is so important. I learned this the hard way. Last year, I got on this big kick and I'm trying to get back on it. I was hitting the gym like every morning. I'm getting back on that, but I was like serious into it last year. You were going twice a day for a while too. Yes, I was. Yeah. I'm trying to get back into it. But at one point in time last year when I was like super getting into this thing, my body hurt so bad. I felt like I was in a vice grip. I went to the doctor. I'm like, something is wrong with me. I'm drinking plenty of water. I'm eating healthy. I'm working out all the time. And I feel like my body's in a vice grip. It's like, you, you need to stretch. Are you stretching? I'm like, no, I'm not doing anything strenuous. I'm just doing the elliptical. I'm not doing anything. I don't need to stretch. No, you need to stretch. I got this cool thing off of Amazon. It looks like a dog leash, but it's not. Same material. Same kind of vinyl material. And it's a stretcher. It's just basically a, it kind of looks like a leash, like I said. And you can, you loops, got several loops on it. And so you kind of put the loop through like around your foot on your back. And then when you lift your foot up, you kind of you, the, the the strap goes over your back and over your shoulder, and then you use your arm to pull your leg back. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it's kind of like a medieval torture device, a little bit. <laughs> that's it, what I look for when I'm shopping <laughs> for exercise equipment. Well, it helps you stretch. That's the point. Ah. You don't have to have somebody there stretch you out. One of the things that I was doing with it was uh, putting the, like these straps. And this is gonna sound weird, but whatever. You put the straps on your heels. And then when you lean back, it kind of it stretches your quads way out, and it hurts for you know a little while. But once you've done that a couple times, it, it's stretching. Yeah, it's so vitally important. But when you're at work or you're at your computer or wherever, getting that up and just stretching for thirty seconds gets your eyes away from the computer and helps you out a lot. Fourth thing I'm going to recommend environmental changes around your desk and computer area. When you're playing World of Warcraft, make sure that your screen that you're using is comfortable. 
large enough for you, this is a, a great time to go upgrade, get a larger screen, large as you want. Go ahead. You have my permission. Make sure the UI that you're using is something you are comfortable with. I don't recommend something too large. I've tried to play WoW on a big, big, big screen. The problem is you lose stuff, or at least I do. I don't want to have to like turn my head. It, right? Well, yeah, but yeah. You, have, you have to turn your head like, well, I got to look over there for the, the mini map. And I got to come back over here because something's happening down here. And now a guy I used to work with had WoW on four monitors and they're all the, the curved monitors. So it was like wrapped around, almost like, you know, eyeball to eyeball. So, well, that's weird. Uh, the, your peripheral vision it was, it was encompassing his entire peripheral vision. That's just too much for me. Like you have to like, Turn your head all the way to the right to look at the mini map. I mean, this is crazy. It's what he liked, though. It's what he's comfortable with. So get something you are comfortable with and get a UI that you're comfortable with. If you haven't ever checked out Tuck UI, check out Tuck UI. It might be something that appeals to you in a more natural sense. So check it out. Something that we don't like to do as gamers, a lot of us, but turn your lights on. Some of us can't. I know, like when we play, we might have a computer in our in our in a room where we share with somebody else, like a bedroom, and that person might be sleeping, and we can't have the lights on when they're sleeping, and you know, so we can't. But at least try to light up the area behind and around your computer to give your eyes. So you're not just having that glare from the screen. That's what's really impacting and hurting your eyes. Something I've seen you use, Freck, is the uh, the red shifting of the display. So at night in the evening, your computer monitor starts to turn more red. And that is easier in your eyes. This red shift tilt that it that does to it. Um, it's called Flux. There's software you can get. Right. It's uh, f.lux. Or you can go to justgetflux.com. Look, Flux is amazing. So I have to be on my computer for work. and. I use Flux whenever I'm working. doesn't have to be at night. It, it helps. And I actually noticed there was a one point in time when I was getting a lot of headaches uh, during the day. And when I finally realized I had changed some sort of setting in Flux to not um, launch automatically when I uh, turned on my computer is when I started getting the headaches. Oh. So I got adjusted to that slightly red tint. And here's the thing. You can adjust the intensity of the tint. During the day, you can make it so that it's just tinting in a little bit. And then at night, you know, you can uh, make it more intense. That's cool. And even just having that little bit just makes a huge difference. By the way, that F.LUX, there is flux for Mac as well, just in case you were wondering. You also want to move your monitor so you don't have any kind of glare or any kind of backlight reflection. Again, this is what's what's damaging and hurting your eyes and causing those headaches. It's that brightness in the contrast of the dark room that's hitting your eyes and causing that headache, just like you said with flux. So watch for that contrast. You know, we only get one pair of eyes, and we have to treat them as if we don't get another pair. I know that's kind of cliche to say right there. Above all else, folks, if you're having any kind of eye strain thing, go see an optometrist first and foremost. Then do everything else that I suggested in here. But first and foremost, make an appointment. They're cheap. They're at you know, Target now and Walmart. They're everywhere. Go in, see an optometrist. Get it taken care of. Get looked at. Get checked out. If you're good to go, 
then take care of everything else that's on this list. It'll really, really help you out, and I'm sure you will be thankful if you do. So I found this post today on the WOW forums. Uh, someone was complaining about new criteria for being kicked from a group. Okay. It wasn't that great to start out with, but it just dissolved into hilarity. So they wanted a new criteria, or they're yeah. mad at the current criteria, or both? Both. Okay. okay, so here's the post. This is from Hellscream Jr. And he says, when you get removed from a group, they should give the guy that being removed a good reason. If it's not good enough, the system should reject the removed. It should only remove a person for two reasons. One, that they got DC, and two, the freeze, not just because people don't like them. Okay. Okay, so... Kind of understood that. So ignoring the flaw in how the system decides it's not a good enough reason, and if somehow this is implemented, people would just find whatever they needed to say. You know, like... There's got to be a huge AI behind this thing then. Right, you so... Know. Or, or, or... Like, like, you can only kick people if uh, they're disconnected, so people just select disconnected as the reason. Right. <laughs> or, you know, that, the thing about that, that system that he's, that he's talking about, either A, someone has to read it and make a decision, B, there has to be AI that reads it and makes a decision, or C, if it's a drop-down list, people are just going to choose the yeah. one that they know is going to yeah. work. So, someone named uh, Fox pipes up and says, You're right, Hellscream Jr., they should be a system in place for kicking. There are too many kicking or I'm on for no good reason. A healer just learning, only healing me because of who I am and can't be kicked for being a noob. Maybe they was not. Maybe they're big fans of mine, but some tanks should know what to do when they tanking or let people know the dungeon do it, even if they are DPS. Like on my alt today, I got kicked for no reason at all, just being I know Scarlet Hall better than the tank. I'm not a noob or anything. They all are. I'm trying to help the tank, but if I'm a windwalker monk and looking for items and greeting or pass on them and trying to level up with all my BOE gear, when they are in blue gear, the system should say, that is not a good reason, so your kick is not going through. And if they put DC, they should look at the characters, seeing if they are on and running. They have no right kicking for no reason, and if the tank and other people think it fun kicking people just for fun of it, they should not play at all and move to other games. I came here because of a friend in Florida and a handicapped guy in New Hampshire asked me to. All right. Um, I'm wondering if these two guys are from the same village because their their sentence structure is mighty familiar. <laughs> oh, familiar. <laughs> so several people in the same thread pointed out, people can tell when you post from the same account. <laughs> oh, it's the same guy? It's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So he replied to himself? He replied to himself. On purpose? Under a different tune. Because, uh, well, okay, given the benefit of the doubt here, I have replied to myself on an IM from time to time. <laughs> like, I'll IM you, so I'm like, hey, how you doing? And then you don't respond because you're not around. And like an hour later, I see it and I go, I'm fine. How are you? Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> so, I, all right, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. That, that was a theory that was proposed in the forum that okay. maybe he was just that dumb. You logged on and saw a post and it wholeheartedly agreed with it. <laughs> this guy thinks just like me. And he is making his point clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, some people asked him, what do you mean by fans? Because he was, if you didn't get this in the post, he was saying that the healer was healing him and not the rest of the group because 
probably they are one of his fans. Oh, okay. okay. Of fans course. of his, sure. Fans. Yeah. So they asked him, what do you mean fans? He said, let's just say this, I'm on Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I agree with, with Hellscream Jr. They should be a good reason to kick it or, or it will fail to kick every time. If they don't like the person, they should not be able to kick the person. If you don't like how they play, just leave the dungeon and find other one. Oh, you wait. You don't want to wait the 30 minutes, but you let the person you kick wait the 30 minutes. How it feel if it happened to you when you have 12 days, zero, eight hours and 33 minutes and trying to reach level 100 to join up with a friend from Florida for PvP and arena? Is that the countdown <laughs> to the next arena season? I don't know. Well, that, that is a specific amount. Of, that is like an exact amount of time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Maybe that's his play time, actually. I don't know. I think, I I think know. he's counting down to the next season of arena. So you got to think before kicking people out. I can see if they got disconnected or offline, but not just for nothing. So he's on Star Trek. Yeah. So they ask him, what is being on Star Trek referring to? If that's some kind of drug reference, I might explain <laughs> if he thinks. Or he plays the Star Trek MMO. Maybe he plays Star Trek MMO. Well, apparently he says, let's just say this. I'm Wesley Crusher and I play in the guild. Oh. So he's Will Wheaton, apparently. He's not Will Wheaton. <laughs> I know Will Wheaton. That's not Will Wheaton. Are you sure Will Wheaton doesn't have this kind of grammar? I am positive Will Wheaton doesn't <laughs> he have. He speaks like a normal person. <laughs> Quite normal. He makes sentences. Quite grammatically correct as well. Punctuation. Yes, no shorthand in his text. Yes, there's no shorthand. I was telling you this just the other day. I was going through my phone and I still have Will's phone number. Yeah, you need to show me that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that's crazy. I haven't that's texted crazy. him for. I need to do that because it's coming up way too much. You should just text him what's cracking. I'm not going to text him that. I'm telling him, I'm telling him about this imposter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, someone's in, <laughs> someone is totally, go look at this porn. You have, you have the URL for the for that, right? I'm going to text them. I don't know. I might have closed the tab. Ah, get it again, and I will text them tonight. <laughs> All right. Now, to sum up the, uh, the, the whole argument, the rational response to this was, the problem with this is there is only one reason ever that people get kicked and it's always valid. A majority of the players decided they don't want that person in the dungeon with them anymore. Or? Or what? There are a lot of times people just click okay. Well, that's true. I don't. I'm very thoughtful with my kick. As am I. I have vetoed a lot and then they still get kicked because I'm probably the only one. Yeah. Because I like giving people the benefit of the doubt. You know, if there's a healer and I'm looking at the healer and his gear is not the best, and okay, this guy's trying to level this healer up, and they're like, kick the healer, they suck. And, you know, and then boom, boom, I'm like, no, he's trying. You know, chill on your tanking. See, here's the problem with this whole thing. I agree with you. Don't, don't get me wrong. I agree with the general concept of the majority rule wins, and that's the only valid reason. I agree with that. Time Walking Dungeons has brought to light this whole thing about just kicking somebody because they quote-unquote suck. And it's not that they suck. It's just that the tank is going and pulling everybody like they're used to pulling everybody in a current dungeon, not realizing that they're scaled and they wipe the group. Well, I think the point of it is, is that it's it's an issue with the culture of the players and not an issue with the kick interface itself. I would agree with that 100%. Because basically what this person is asking for is some sort of arbitration process for vote to kick. And they're like, there's none. If enough people in the group want to kick the person, they're gone. It doesn't matter why you know is is it wrong you know that, that's debatable like do we need a as a group to kick less often maybe but that doesn't mean that 
there needs to be a stricter system in kicking people. I get you. I'm with you. Yeah. 100%. Um, no. I don't know. I just, what a, that's not Wesley. That's, that's not Will. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am going to text him. Okay. So it's it's going to be crazy. I'm a little nervous having texted him in a while. Will you let us know how it goes? Absolutely. All right. Folks, if you got a chance, head on over to the iTunes. Give us a rating there in the comments so we know how we're doing. That's how we tailor our show to meet your needs. Coming up here pretty soon is the, what is it, the Lunar Festival, right? In February. It's a couple weeks away. Run around, see all the elders. they got their disco light on them. Yeah, it's like the first week of February coming up. But if you do all that, which I've never done, you get these ancestor coins, you, you hit everybody, and you, you get the title elder. Yeah, so then you can make a tune for that. Yeah. I wonder what I name him. Elderberry. What is that? It's an elderberry. What's an elderberry? I don't know. They talked about it on uh, Monty Python. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thought I knew a lot of Monty Python references, but now I need to make that tune. Any father smells of elderberries? Father smells of elderberries. All right, well, I'll check out the elderberry reference, and if there is a good enough one, and it's... uh, it's a shame and everybody says I should have known it, then I will I will, I will strive this lunar festival to get my elder tide. I've always wanted that one. So I will strive. It's not for difficult. That. You just gotta travel. Oh, you know what? What? I can get it on my mage on Yeah, fruit. and then you can go around. Yeah. 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 What? Teleport? Oh tell <laughs> you said pork. I'm like, what? It's the <laughs> other white meat. What are you talking about? <laughs> Big thank you to all of our uh, friends and followers on Twitter and Facebook. A uh, little, little side note here. There was a uh, a Reddit AMA from the Stormwind Guard, and if you if you caught on to that and, and participated in that, it was it was pretty well done. That guy stuck the character for the most of it, uh, only responding in what a Stormwind Guard would respond with. I thought it was pretty cool. I threw it out there on the Twitters, and uh, frack, one hundred and fifty thousand impressions on that tweet. Nice. Uh, it was crazy. I had to turn off my alerts. It was insane. I was my phone was was blowing up. It was kind of fun for a couple hours that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> but that was cool. It was fun. It was really good. Really good. Uh, creative. Incredibly creative. The guy to do that. So kudos to him. Now I'm waiting for like the the copycats. I, I want a Murloc AMA. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I want a Deathwing AMA. I want, you know, all these going to have to happen now. Yeah. You know? So all tracks going to be a really good AMA because you have to fight through all the trash first. And I was like, the worst trash in the game. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and folks, as we close this show, remember your friends are waiting for you. And we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastrec and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast and using the offer code hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse 
Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grid Network. I thought you said my eyes are sweaty. <laughs> I was like, I'm that is the weirdest thing. I'm not crying. My eyes are sweaty. <laughs>